All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Here's Johnny. Vanity. Definitely my favorite city. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. The power of Christ compels you! This is my boomstick! What's your favorite scary movie? And we're recording. Good evening, and welcome to Shiver, a horror movie podcast. Uh, with me, as always, is Neri. Say Hello. hi, Neri. Hello. And uh, I am your host, David. And uh, Neri and I are um, are both here. Uh, I'm on summer break, as I'm a teacher. Uh, Neri, uh, professional comedian extraordinaire, is uh, not working today. So Getting paid to do nothing. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. This is, you know, some people say that teaching, uh, the best thing about it is you get to shape young minds, you know, uh, you're helping the future generations, uh, but really it's the paid time off. That's uh, <laughs> that's the best thing about it. Uh, so in conversation with Neri, uh, this has come up before and maybe it's come up on the podcast, but uh, Neri's never seen Halloween. Nope. Never. And um, on Shiver, uh, we are all very excited about the new Halloween movie. Uh, Jeff and I are big fans. You are aware that this is being released when a new Halloween movie comes out. Yeah, yeah. Which will not be summer. Oh, it's not summer. Yeah. Well, we're recording this in the summer because we right. got some time now. Yeah, but the audience right. is now like... I, I like to be completely uh, transparent, okay? <laughs> I want you to know we are, we are not recording this at the time. That Halloween is being released, mm-hmm. but you're gonna hear it right. at that time. Um, so, so I'll just edit it to so say like I like. This is coming out. Like, <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> like oh my god, what perfect use of 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 dead air! Oh, yeah. It's so That's creepy. Great. That great pause, that he just gave. <laughs> dramatic. Pause. Uh, I don't know why all f- uh, critics sound that way in my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's always the voice I use for critics. The effeminate voice. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess, because some of them are mas putos. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, with the new Halloween movie, um, some of you might be confused as to what exactly is going on, where it's picking up from. The Halloween series is somewhat convoluted. So, um, Fortinary and the Uninitiated, uh, this new Halloween film is picking up 40 years after the original, and it is completely ignoring all of the other sequels. Well, no, part two, right? It's, it picks up after part two. No. Even part two is being overlooked. I thought it was parts one and two and then the new one. So um, initially, of course, part one and two were back to back. They both take place on Halloween night. Uh, we are going to be doing a double feature of parts one and two. Um, <clears throat> however, when Michael Myers came back in Halloween part four, because the idea initially was to make Halloween an anthology series and each movie would feature some other aspect of Halloween. The third one has to do with, uh, it's called the season of the witch. There really isn't much to do with witchcraft. Uh, it's kind of, I guess it's 
technological witchcraft. It's very interesting. I happen to like Halloween 3 very much, uh, but it doesn't fit into the larger mythos since the, the fans didn't really care for a Halloween movie that didn't feature Michael Myers. He came back in Halloween 4, which I think is a very strong sequel. It's one of my favorite Halloween movies. But Halloween 4, 5, and 6 kind of do their own thing. They change the, the tone of the series. And, um, or rather, five and six kind of changed the tone. And then there's a period of about 10 years where there's no Halloween movies. When H2O comes back, that's the one that picks up after part two. Really? Yeah. So everybody just hates part three, apparently? It's, uh, in recent years, it's been reassessed. And I, I think it's, um, if you understand that. Yeah. Oh. I, I really hope that Oh wow. I, I I really hope that there's not a guy in a Shatner mask outside right now. <laughs> and the dogs are trying to warn us. We're like, shut the fuck up. We're trying to do something important here. No, nothing's so, around. Yeah. The wind. Search <laughs> the wind. Alright. There we go. Alright, so um the uh yeah, ha- Halloween H two O picks up after part two. And uh, it ignores 4, 5, and 6, which um, I think probably for the best, even though I really enjoy part 4, uh, I think it was smart of H2O to ignore that because uh, it just it, it complicated the story. It complicated the story a lot. And then Halloween but Resurrection. The, the, one, the one that's coming out now in 2018. Yeah. That's skipping part 2? Parts 2 through Resurrection are thrown out. I thought it was parts one and two that they acknowledge, and then after that... No. I thought that that's what I read. All right. Uh, initially, there was some confusion because David Gordon Green and um, Danny McBride were somewhat ambiguous as to where this was going to pick up from. And from little things that they had said, it sounded like it was picking up after part two. Uh, but it is, in fact, ignoring part two simply because there's... Uh, there's one big twist in part two that they wanted to ignore. And um, so if you haven't seen the movies, um, I won't I won't reveal what that twist is. But um, I personally like part two a lot, but I understand why they would want to ignore that plot twist of part two. I think it does make the original scarier. Okay. All right, so... Uh any any background you want to give me? Should, should we read the uh, iTunes description of the movie? First of all, just looking at iTunes, it provides the Rotten Tomato score. Yeah, this is the highest Rotten Tomato score that we've seen in, on Shiver. I think so. Of yeah, the movies we've done. I'm, I'm positive. For I, sure. I, but I'm, I'm thinking back at the movies. Uh, I don't know if maybe um, Return of the Living Dead. I believe is ninety or ninety-one percent fresh. Uh, I don't even think it was that high. I think it was eighty-eight or eighty-nine. But but I may be wrong. Uh, but uh, what, what's the other one that that Jeff did was uh, the one Tucker and Dale. No, and the one before that with the snow. Oh, dead snow. Yeah, dead snow. I think may be ninety-three percent. Really? No. Uh, uh, that, no. that would have been surprising no. to me. Yeah, uh, Return of the Living Dead is 91% fresh. So John Carpenter's Halloween is 93%. This movie is... And again, is, uh, just to, for the listener, I am one that subscribes to the Rotten Tomato scores are bullshit. Um, I just, I like, I take their ratings with a grain of salt. I think that's the way it must be. Yeah. Um, because I've seen a lot 
and I say a lot of great movies that I love with awful uh, Rotten Tomato scores. And I've seen movies that I thought were shit with high uh, Rotten Tomato scores. Mm-hmm. Right? You saw one recently. A Nick Cage movie that you thought was that was rated a little higher than you would give it. Yeah, and it was still pretty low. Uh, <laughs> and I thought it was much. It wasn't. It was forty-seven. That's not bad. It's almost fifty. I mean, it's in the lower fifty percent. It's still forty. I mean, it's, it's, it's like not. 40, it's, it's not a terrible goes, score. If, if it's somebody not a goes, terrible hey, man, score. you have forty-seven percent to win the lottery. Oh, I'm playing. Yeah, you're playing. Yeah, I'm playing. You're fucking yeah. playing. No, it's it's not it's not a terrible score. Right. It's on the wrong side of fifty, right. but it's it's not a terrible score. Uh but you still thought it was too high. Oh, that was way too high. <laughs> that was about two or three standard deviations above where it that's should be. Actually one of the ones I agree with. I'm like, that seems about right. <laughs> that seems about right to me. Um I I don't know that Halloween was critically a success when it was first released in 1978 however I want to see what Friday the 13th was uh, I think it's there you go 61%, 61% yeah so um, and I liked I liked Friday the 13th a lot actually I think as a movie this is a better movie than Friday the 13th do you think this is the best movie we've done on Shiver so far um Again, I'm, I have no say. I have no opinion because I've never seen it. I mean, Tex, in my opinion, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a masterpiece. I do agree. Uh, I, I I would I would put this up there with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So what this is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I wonder. I what, think that's eighty eight percent. Somewhere in the eighties. Are you just coming up with these numbers? Like uh, <laughs> no, there, there were. I, I can I can usually ballpark it. <laughs> if, well, I think you're going with what you feel as it should be, and uh, I I, th- I think it's in the eighties. Uh, Upper 80s. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's so many of them, though. It's so hard to uh, put. Put 1974. Um, That's the original one. Texas. I know it's in the 80s. I know it didn't break 90. Um, what are we at? Uh, let me see. Nope. Nope. Close that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh... It is not giving me the original. Really? Yeah. It's all it's giving me. seventy-four. Give me a moment here. Uh, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. All I see here is... Right there. Oh, you Googled it. Yeah, I went yeah. through the app. That's why. Oh, okay. I was going through the app. Yeah, so um, th- the the mid, mid to late 70s was a... Um, Actually, the whole 70s were these, like, shaping, was a shaping decade for horror because you had this move away from the uh, gothic horror, the stuff like your Frankensteins and your Dracula, which had pretty much been horror from the 30s through the 60s. You got the Universal Studios stuff, the Hammer Studios stuff, and then um, I think the one that really kind of changed it uh, there's there's a couple movies, but Rosemary's Baby is like I think like that turning point in horror where um, there's this shift from making things seem very distant and very far away and finding the horror in that and things that are foreign and making it close to home because the bulk of Rosemary's Baby takes place in an apartment in New York. You know, um, I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. Uh, it is fantastic. But 
I've heard such awful things about it. Really? I've heard that it's so fucking boring and not scary that I'm like, uh. It's, uh, I mean, it's not scary in the things jump out and scare you way. Uh, it's a, it's definitely a psychological thriller, um, with a bit of a supernatural twist to it. Okay. I mean, Um, when you say a bit of, it's supposed to be the spawn of Satan, so. When, (laughs) when, like, it's a bit of a twist. When you, when you start getting into the 70s, you've got movies like, uh, the Last House on the Left in 1972. Uh, you've got and uh, the house before that on the roundabout. Before you go, <laughs> that one was not a success with the cat lady. That was yeah. With the uh, you've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre in '74. You've got The Hills Have Eyes. I think in '74 uh, or '75. You've got Black Christmas, which is often cited as the first slasher movie. Uh, and in a lot of ways, it is. But you think so? You think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, is a better movie than Halloween? I don't know. Because this I, all stems from the question of right, which, which is the best movie we've done on Shiver. Uh, I would have to say it's between Halloween and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, um, I do. I've always enjoyed the cover of Halloween. I thought it was always smart. It's the way uh, they did it. yeah. Oh, it's it's brilliant. Yeah, well, I don't know, about brilliant, but it's smart. I think it's smart. And, I, uh, I think it's brilliant in its simplicity. The jack o' lantern is something that. It, like everyone recognizes the jack o' lantern, yet, uh, yet it is something that's somewhat scary. It's supposed to scare off. Well, because it's not actually a jack o' lantern. It's actually the movement of the hand and well, the knife moving ve- fast. Very famously, the 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 trailer for Halloween was just a jack o' lantern, and the, the the camera would zoom in on the jack o' lantern. So the 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 cover art here. Uh, that iTunes has, and we're watching this on iTunes, but I'm pretty sure you can find the streaming somewhere. Uh, if not, uh, rent it or buy it on iTunes. Uh, it really is a masterpiece, in my opinion. Um, it, it has uh, Michael holding the knife, and then the knife turns into the jack-o'-lantern uh, across the... It's uh, And then the, the ridiculously famous tagline of the night he came home. Uh, so yeah, I'd probably say Texas Chainsaw Massacre or this one are the best movies we've done. Okay. Okay. This uh, this is uh, uh, arguably a better film than Halloween Two, but Halloween Two is a lot of fun. All right. Well, good plus play, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, push and play. So push and play now. If you're watching along, uh, if not, we'll try to make it fun uh, to listen to. Either way, but um, so we see the uh, the logo the that says Trancas International. Trancas. The la tranca. Are the captions on? Oh No Yeah David and I like to watch the movies with the subtitles on Because we're old Yes And that's it That's all you need really That's the only reason you What? What? <laughs> huh? Greatest horror theme song of all time um, So I, I think that one of the things that makes John Carpenter's movies stand out are his scores, which he writes himself. He writes himself. Yeah. Well, he wrote because he passed away. But um, oh, he's still very much alive. No, no, his career is dead. Listen. Uh, oh so, wow. <laughs> um, this score is so fucking great. It is iconic. I yeah. ha- remember when phones were like, "Look, we can do yeah. tones now." <laughs> this was my fucking ringtone. Was, was it? My, I had this. It was when it was right when you were able to do tones, not not words, just a tone. Yeah. And it was uh, I had for like my parents I had uh, I had the Godfather. Uh huh. And then for the girl that I was dating at the time I had this. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably a <laughs> that's, sign. That's funny. <laughs> it's probably a sign that I fe- felt that we were doomed. But uh, and I was right because you know uh, she like women. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's the I love this fucking theme. This uh, his music is so important to his movies. He really knows how to create. Uh, a sense of of suspense and and terror with with his sounds with with the sounds that he he produces, and it's all very simple but effective. Hey, hi. My wife just walked in. Honey, you want to join us? You're, we're gonna watch Halloween. So Tommy Wallace, the the editor here, uh, he went on to direct Halloween three, and he also very famously directed the original It miniseries. Oh, okay. Hi. Starting. You sure you don't want to watch? (laughs) You still have time, honey. You get on in this. This is, you know, as much. This is one thing I hate about these old movies is that all the credits are in the beginning. Yeah. And I don't know when exactly they got away from that. You know, I've wondered myself. Fucking glad they did. There's no clear date as to when it happens. Because I there found... There has to be. There has to be the first movie that the, go... The, there's a time. this shit. There's a time. Covens and Witches with all of their... Halloween night, 1963. So this is... Um, the idea for this movie, have you ever heard about how John Carpenter came up with this? No. Uh, he was a very big fan, is a very big fan of Black Christmas, mm. which was directed by Bob Clark, the same guy who did A Christmas Story. And, uh, <laughs> right, he's just, he owns all aspects of Christmas. Yeah, all aspects. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, it was him too. <laughs> Even though that's a Halloween movie, right? Or is that a Christmas movie? Uh, I think Tim Burton says that it's a uh, it's a Christmas movie, not a Halloween movie. And we know that Tim Burton likes to uh, twist shit. Like, yeah, he also likes to say that he directed a comic book movie, which he didn't. So, Batman, right? Okay, let's let's just you, move on from you, that. You never heard a, you never heard the <laughs> Kevin Smith argument. What him and Kevin Smith had a had a had a had a um, public you know uh-huh. back and forth, and then he says, "If you've ever you know he's." Uh, um, he, Kevin Smith critiqued some things that he directed right. uh, about whatever and then he said um, he, Tim Burton came back to him and said famously said I've never read a comic book and he said I know I've seen Batman Returns <laughs> so <clears throat> um, so the the idea for this comes from oh sorry so there was teenagers making out on the couch right uh, one and- guy was a little too forcefully Two force and and we opinion. we see uh, killers eye view here. It's yeah, a, it's, a a, it's all POV, which is um, my favorite kind of porn. <laughs> so, oh, looks like he's just like a clown. Yep, and there's the butcher's knife. And the butcher's so knife. in Black Christmas, the killer uh, is uh, all of the kills are done from his POV. So that actually doesn't come from. Halloween, which a lot of people give it credit for, uh, it actually goes back to Black Christmas. And so John Carpenter, being such a big fan of Black Christmas, had this idea of taking the idea of a holiday murder and expanding upon it. And Bob Clark didn't necessarily like the idea, but he gave him his blessing. He said, uh, hey, listen, man, if you want to do it, go ahead. So Bob Clark like, signed off on it? Uh, 
he didn't. Ha- he, I would be pissed. He didn't have anything to do with it, but no, he he I gave him be- his blessing to kind of continue the idea of having killings centered around a holiday. Yeah, but I, I would be pissed if I was Bob. I would be like, that was my idea. <laughs> You're just doing my idea with a different holiday now. Yeah, and that's that's really all this is, but. Um, I would be fucking upset. I gotta be honest with you. I would be like, you're fucking stealing my idea and you're gonna make millions. Yeah. <laughs> and and it didn't stop at Halloween All right, because... So, so the guy, so the guy, he finished, right? He fucked this girl, right? Uh, yeah. We're and assuming. now he's gone. And he had abs. Yeah. Which, and this, way, this is where... Oh. Wait, what was that? He picked up a mask, a clown mask. Okay. And he's thrown it on and now the camera has the mask on. It didn't look like a clown mask on the floor. It looked like a toy. There. I mean, I know a mask is a toy. But it was your just... first set of boobies nice. in the movie. The suspense. Michael! Ah! That's awful acting, but... Take me down to Stabbing City, <laughs> where the... Girls are Girls hot are and ha- bleeding. And they have big titties. <laughs> ah, nice! <laughs> Awful acting. Um, but yeah, well, it still is the 70s. Well, I mean, you know, so was The Godfather, but whatever. <laughs> but whatever you know, Budget, man. She's she's, she's actually a, a Playboy centerfold model. At that time? Yeah. It would be weird if she was one now. <laughs> <laughs> Took her so, 40 years to fucking become a centerfold. So, uh, so the killer comes out. Car's rolling up. Michael? Oh. And there's the... Super famous shot of Michael with, with the knife. That's a cl- you know I had a costume like that, not with the bloody knife, but right. <laughs> with the uh, with yeah. My mom used to make the clown the best clown costumes. As as a throwback to this in Halloween Four, which follows, uh, Laurie's uh, Laurie is, um, Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis's character. It follows her orphan daughter. Um. She wears a, a clown costume very similar to that on Halloween. Mm. And so Grove, now this is Illinois. Smith's Grove, Illinois, present day, which of course is October 30th, 1978. Which is a, a year, a day short of a year later. Yep. Right? For those of us following the math or the calendar. Rain, spooky rain. <clears throat> You know, I would like to live in a place where I could go trick-or-treating with my kids and I'd be sorting my balls off. <laughs> now, it seems nice. This guy here, Donald Pleasance, uh, his character of Dr. Loomis is like the one thread that ties the whole series together. Mm. So he makes it, everybody. Pay attention. They've just spoiled that. <laughs> is that a... Is that a night nurse? <laughs> I wish. She looks kind of like Jessica Lang, like a young Jessica Lang. She oh, actually, so that was fifteen years, not a year, right? No, you said it was uh, a year. I said almost a year later. It wasn't. It was fifteen years. Yeah. I did just, you say a year? I did. I, I didn't even register I, that. I did say a year. Yeah. Because I didn't register the year. That was 1963, 1978. Right, that's 15 years. Uh, This nurse actually comes back in the opening scene of Halloween H2O. She still is hot? Um. (laughs) She has a great personality. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so the doctor and the nurse are talking about... Did the nurses actually dress like that back in the day? I have to assume so. Because it's so... Like, it's such a movie thing that I, I, I wonder if it's ever, if it was ever really a thing. I think so. I mean, I don't know, but I think so. So he, uh, Dr. Loomis, has been working with Michael Myers basically since, uh, since the murder. So they're taking him out of there? Yeah. And, like, and a day shy of the anniversary, but oh, what is this? I like, I like the caption says, dark, formidable music. <laughs> Foreboding? Does it say foreboding? Yeah. I thought it said formidable. <laughs> Look, I don't really read. I just kind of skim over words and kind of assume the words that I felt. That this I this has to be, to me, one of the most uh, terrifying things, like driving up to a mental hospital, and then you see a bunch of people in hospital gowns just wandering about. In the rain. Yeah. That's creepy. By the way, <clears throat> you know, I get it because it's the 70s, but this car would... Oh boy, that scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> Somebody just jumped out of the ditch, did a jump scare, and it actually scared me. Uh, yes, that's a good thing to do. God damn it, you white lady. <laughs> I swear to God. But notice how he used the music to accentuate that. Like, that comes back to this. Is it one of those things where everything, every time he's about to kill, the music comes on? Uh, it's definitely his theme, yeah. All right. When he's around, you'll hear it. Oh, so this is Michael? On the top? That's Michael? I think so, yeah. Do we never get to see his face? Uh, never. It's like uh, the only, Wilson? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only time he takes off his mask, I believe, is in Halloween 5. Man, I'm glad he knows how to drive. Actually, no, he takes it off in Halloween 4, but the face is obscured. Yeah, but, like, he... Technically, we didn't see his face there, but he right. didn't have a mask on either. Right. You you never really get to see his face. Right. It's not like uh, like Jason, where you get to see his face, you know, a few times here really? and there. Yeah, a couple, couple different movies. Really? Mm-hmm. You see it actually in the first one that he appears in uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. You see it. Do you see his face end? or do you see his, like his like the disfigured burnt shit? I mean, that's that not thing. really his face. Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's not. It wasn't without the, without the hockey mask. Right. Okay, but it's not the face. You know, of a, you know what I mean. We don't get to see what he looked like as a normal kid. Yeah. No. Closest thing to that is the the swimming. Yeah. Scene. And so here's Lori. But which, by the way, super fucking hot. Oh yeah, dude. Hotter at at this day and age, nineteen seventy eight. Hotter, Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh huh. Or Ripley. Oh wow. Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Uh, yeah, I'd probably have to go with Sigourney Weaver. Uh, just because I I would say I would agree with you only because uh Jamie Lee Curtis at least in this looks th- too thin for my taste. Right, and that's that's what I was gonna say. W- when she got older, and she was really young when she did this, yeah. So it makes sense that you know she is so thin. Um, but because like, like thing people aren't fat. <laughs> <laughs> How does that make sense? No, but I mean, I don't she's, know that makes she's, sense. She's always been in shape. Um, but I guess like. You know, her, her body wasn't as defined, you know? 
I guess a late bloomer, you could call her. Because by the time that she does True Lies, I mean, I mean she is a, a woman, knockout, though. a knockout. That's a woman, though. Yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think Sigourney Weaver was just so buxom. So she is going to be babysitting for, uh, for Tommy here on Halloween. On Halloween. Oh, what a shitty fucking day to Halloween. I mean, I guess you got to charge double, right, that day? Yeah, I would assume. So. I mean, I would. And his character actually comes back in Halloween Six, uh, the Curse of Michael all these Myers. Things because then we know that he makes it. Oh, okay, sorry. You, you're spoiling it for me and for whoever hasn't seen it that these characters made it. They don't die. So I'll have this conversation later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is. Like, I even said that I'm like, well, you just gave it away that the doctor lives dead. I am really sorry. And then you kept on. I am really sorry. With I'm the just. Nurse, I'm, I'm and so, now with Tommy. I'm so. Jesus. I am so excited about this. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis was 20 years old at this movie. There you go. Or 19 when they filmed it, probably. Or did it come out of 78? Yeah, it was released in 78. So it was probably filmed in 77. So she's probably 16 because she was born in 58. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So oh, 18. She's probably 18. They, they passed by the Myers house and she was walking up to it and Tommy tells her, no, don't go up there. Uh, my friend says it's haunted. So she's 18 years old there. Yep. Yeah, I agree. She got older. She got hotter with age. You, that shot is uncomfortably long, and I think it's done so perfectly to to give you that sense of like, God, this is really fucking creepy. All right, so Sigourney Weaver is older. Well, it makes sense then. Yeah, it, it, she is older. Um, she's like ten years older. She's like nine years older. Okay. So, yeah, I guess we're not comparing apples yeah, to apples. No, we're, we're not. comparing an 18-year-old yeah. to a 27-year-old probably. Yeah, there's no comparison. Yeah. All right, hold on. Somebody's at my front door. So we're... Uh, he's He's gone to the, uh, to the hospital to ask why the fuck, you know, this is going on. He gave special instructions as to how Michael needed to be handled. And... Uh, of course, the instructions weren't followed, and now Michael's out. Lori being a good girl, taking notes, paying attention somewhat, but, you know. I don't think she was paying attention. Kind of looks like she's not. And we see Michael. Yep. So, is Michael following her already? Like, is he already stalking her? Well, she walked up to his house to to the, the house that he did the murder in. And as she's walking away, he walks out of the house and he looks at her. And so we get the idea that now he's found his target. But she she also she, she also kind of resembles his sister. She's young, she's thin, she's got blonde hair. <laughs> oh, I, I, that, yeah, that, that, no wonder that didn't come out. The volume was down. Ah, there we go. On my part. So, um, really creepy. She looks over. She sees him behind uh, the car. She answers the question from the teacher, looks back, and he's gone. So is the car. All right, so my question is, how would he know what classroom she's in? 
I don't suspect that he would. Maybe he tracked her through the other windows in the school. I guess. So already we see three bullies, or I guess, and I don't know if they're bullies already, but there are three people that are bothering the fuck out of, is that his name, Bobby? Tommy. Tommy. It's three people, three ki- older kids, they're, like, they're bigger kids, they're like older. So we already assume, oh, they broke the fucking pumpkin. So already, where are we? We are at the 17 minute mark, and we already hope that these three kids die. <laughs> And and Michael has run right into him. Right, grabbing one of them, which you know. So does he have a fascination with, obviously not just Lori, but with Tommy as well? Well, he was with her. Right. So, where he already has the mask on, right? Yeah. Where did he get the mask? So the idea is that he. Walked into any costume store and picked up a mask. How how would you know that? Is that do we get that later on in this movie? Uh, no, you don't. Okay. But he's he's changed out of out of the the hospital gown, so you kind of just accept that he went somewhere, changed his clothes, grabbed this mask, and other other Halloween movies make a point of showing you how he grabs the mask. Right. You think we're gonna we're gonna see that in the in the ne- in this new one, right? The 2018 version. Uh, it's supposed to be the same mask. Right, but we're we're gonna see him grab the mask. We have to, because he's in the loony bin. In the in the preview in the trailer, he's in jail. Right. right. So we have to see him grab the mask. We can't just assume he went into a fucking evidence locker. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's gonna have to take it at some point. We're gonna have to see it. We can't just you can't just leave that for the audience to be like, well, he clearly went into the evidence locker and grabbed it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? No, you gotta show that. So Loomis is fantastic because he's always uh, psychologically a step ahead of 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 Michael, but physically a step behind. And he's still driving the car, right? Oh, that he stole from the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the same um, station wagon. Station wagon, whatever it was. So we see him now on the on the dirt road. Yeah. So and you we and you'll you'll see now. So he just picked up a hospital gown. Which, by the way, this is a doctor fucking with evidence. At this point. Well, that was the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the same book of matches that was in the station wagon. So it's clear he just murdered this fucking guy and took his oh man put, his uh, mechanic overalls and he put ketchup all over the guy's because <laughs> blood is not that bright. <laughs> it wasn't the seventies, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Blood changes in a couple of decades. I apologize. <laughs> and before people started eating organic, yeah, that's the way blood looked. Yeah. <laughs> we have three new cheers to learn in the morning. The game is in the and you get over to tell her she has a great rack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is so creepy. Me, She's 18. I'm, talking, I'm talking about me. I'm talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about my fucking my nasty behavior. I'm talking about <laughs> 
Are these owls? Who is the third one? Uh, shit, I can't remember her Fuck, name. Tell Hang me on. it's an owl. Lisa, please. <laughs> um, Annie. 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 They're loud. <laughs> so Annie's a whore. A- a- Annie looks familiar to me, and I can't remember what else. Uh, oh, Halloween too. And but, the fog. But she's a whore, right? And uh, oh yeah, the character. Yeah. And Assault on Precinct 13. So she worked a lot with... Uh, John? With John Carpenter. Probably worked a lot so under him. There's that station wagon. And the music. Yeah. I mean, this is where the trope comes comes from, right? Yeah. He's... it. Him more so... This was before Nightmare on Elm Street? Yes. Well before Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, Nightmare on no, Elm Street is four years later. Come down, take Nightmare on Elm Street is nineteen eighty four. You're right. talking about it's four years later or five? That's six years. No, eighty nine, seventy eight. So I thought it was seventy nine, seventy eight to eighty four. Talking six years. I, I said seventy. I thought it was seventy nine to eighty four, but you're saying seventy eight. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was seventy nine. Hence my, it was still a miss, but not not a big as yeah. big a miss. I understand. It's creepy, man. You know, this this soundtrack and the way that music is used to engage the listener reminds me a lot of the first Terminator soundtrack. We got to do that on Geekmore, man. Best best score? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of really good ones. We should do it tomorrow. Fuck, let's do it tomorrow. Yeah. And by tomorrow, you, the listener, we're actually talking about... Three about, months ago. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> So all, all three are going to be babysitting tonight. Enterprising young girls. And really, there's there's not much variation in the music. There's maybe like, you know, three or four different themes but they work well, man. And it's simple. It's just a little bit of synthesizer, a little bit of piano. It sets the mood, though. Have you noticed the camera work, though? I have not noticed the camera. Camera work is fantastic. I've noticed the camera work when it's when uh, Michael's on screen. Mm-hmm. How you don't see his, you conveniently don't see his head, ever from uh-huh. the closest. Like this shot right here that started with the camera across the street. God, it's so oh, fucking, creepy. fucking creepy as shit. The POV is what makes it creepy. And he stole that from this other guy. Oh, God, that's fantastic. Look where? The bush. I don't see Got goosebumps. Subtle, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Annie, you're going to die. <laughs> And you're going to die. You can't just go up there in the broad daylight. This is a beautiful little suburb. It is. <laughs> Come on, Lori. So Annie's going to die, right? I mean, <laughs> she's clearly the whore. And from what I've learned from Final Girls is... <laughs> the whore dies. The whore dies first. Oh, that was creepy the way she said that. You must have a small fortune stash from 
God, what a good friend, huh? Seriously. This is your friend, Laurie? And this is the one you, you waited for? Fuck this bitch. <laughs> you waited 15 minutes for her and she's now she's giving you fucking attitude? <laughs> and now you're walking alone. Bye, Annie. So did he just Oh Oh man That scared me Oh Mr. Bracken I'm sorry Mr. Bracken So did he pick Her just from that That he She just happened to be Walking towards his house Yeah Not in his house Yeah Walking towards his house And that That is what uh, David Gordon Green And Danny McBride um, Are saying Is so scary About the first one Is that it is so Entirely random That that is scarier Than any other connection That could be made Between the characters and I kind of agree. I don't know if it's scarier. I mean, but it is. Um, it is weird. That's scary to me. Like if you watch something like The Strangers, where it's just a simple home invasion. They don't know who you are. You're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's scary to me. Yeah, but they they were also doing something illegal. <laughs> <laughs> already? What is that fucking two o'clock in the afternoon already? <laughs> High school just let out. What time could it possibly be? Let's say it was three. It's got, it's got to be two or three o'clock. It's, let's say it was three and they waited for but, for Annie for yeah. 15 minutes. It's 3.30. 3.30. They're already trick-or-treating at 3.30? Jesus. I, I don't... I'm like... That, <laughs> that has thrown me off of the movie so much. I'm like, fuck Michael. Let's, talk, let's kill these fucking parents who are taking these kids out <laughs> trick-or-treating at 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, that window's open. Oh, boy. What? She had to see him leave, though. She didn't turn around. Maybe she blinked. What? Uh, uh. I would be flipping out already. Just take your camera phone out and take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Just chewing. <laughs> you, you never just chewed on the end of the phone. Well, yeah. When you called somebody, trying to turn them on. <laughs> Hello. Why'd you hang up on? Me? Danny, was that you? Why well, saying things scared me to death? Yeah, you did. <laughs> she said I had my mouth full. Full of that duke. <laughs> I already lost it. Bye. At 6.30, you got another <laughs> three hours of trick-or-treating to go. <laughs> those, kids, those kids are going to be tuckered out They're by the time. They're going to be tuckered the fuck out, man. <laughs> Walking for three hours and co- in costume, this is hot, man. <laughs> well, it's October. It's Illinois. Yeah, this should be snow already. <laughs> got to be honest with you. It's before the polar ice cap started melting. Oh, uh, that's true. It's a big-sized pumpkin. I like long shots. I like these long shots. Yeah. Well, it, it gives the actor time to complete lots of action. Because there's very little words. And here's here's the other thing that they Carpenter is anymore. doing. No. And that's that, that's one of the things I'm saying is the way that he does his shots is he allows action to perform on screen and then starts tracking. It's It allows you to build that tension. 
See, these long shots. Now, here's the thing. Lori's supposed to be smart, right? She yeah. literally says, I'm too smart for the boys. Again, these fucking trick-or-treaters at this time is really pissing me off. But she... There's a guy that's been following her all day, right? A creepy guy. And she's just sitting outside and like, wait in the house. Let her fucking honk her horn when she's ready to pick you up. But it is also Halloween. What does that mean? People are walking around in costume. But not all day. She's been she's been seeing him since she was in school. Yeah, people are trick-or-treating at 3.30 in the afternoon, man. <laughs> it annoys. These people do it wrong, man. <laughs> Annie's such a bitch. Seriously. <laughs> Annie looks like, in that hairstyle, she looks like she grew up to be um, a waitress at Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that where everybody knows your name? That's where everybody oh. knows, yeah. Well, everybody already knows Annie's name because she's a whore. <laughs> Dr. Loomis doing what he does best, investigating, figuring out what the motive is. But he's not even a cop. He's a, he's just no. He's a, a psychologist. He's just a kind of, like if you go to psychology, if, if you're a psychologist, you go to a fucking uh, cemetery and be like, I need to see this plot. They'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. But if you tell them that you're looking for for an escaped mental patient. They might be willing to cooperate. And then he proceeded. Where are we? Uh, oh, uh, it's uh, right over here. Yeah, Myers, Judith Myers, I can't remember her. Good police. Such a young boy. Lovely, lost. Hmm. Why do they do it? Goddamn kids. That's fucking weird. Unsettling piano music. Oh, look at that. It's the one we're looking for. Oh. So is that just the headstone or the actual... No, it was just, just the headstone. Oh, shit. He came home. The tagline. Film yep. tagline. I wasn't spooked. Lie. I wasn't. Saw somebody standing in the grill's backyard. <laughs> Looks like you've been using your paper not for writing poetry, but for rolling doobies. <laughs> what an obscure SNL reference. I don't know why that's what I went to. Alright, now notice this is where the difference between Lori and Annie and Linda all start to to be noticeable. Well, one, well, Annie is a whore. Annie's a bitch, and Laurie isn't. Well, the big thing, it for me is the way they they each babysit their kids. Right, one is just looking to sit down and watch movies and veg out, and the other one is looking to keep the kid entertained, to actually do something for the kid. Be natural. Hi, Sheriff Brackett. It's true. <laughs> oh, there you go. So they do explain it. Huh? 
Ah, <laughs> oh, so they did experience. How do we mask a couple knives? Couple. Rope. Rope. Don't forget the gravestone. Look at that fucking micro right there, dude. Look at it right there. Dude, Loomis, turn around. No, no, the other side. No, 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 no. Turn the other way. Turn. No, 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 no. Turn, turn. No, stay looking that Oh, you son of a bitch. How frustrating is this? Fuck. Loomis, you're so fucking close. And I like the fact that Michael knows all the fucking the rules of driving. Even though he's been locked <laughs> that, up. Okay, so that's one of the things I always laugh about. He was like fucking like eight years old when he murdered. How does he know how to drive? That, well, I said that when he stole the car. I'm like, wow, he knows how to drive. <laughs> but not only that, you know, you can kind of put two and two together, right? You put the, put the fucking pedal to the metal and you fucking, and you, and you steer. <clears throat> but the fact that he was obeying traffic, traffic laws. laws right now is a different story. <laughs> that's different than totally yeah. just getting in the car and driving away. <laughs> I love the juxtaposition of these really close shots with the really long shots that he does. You get that like intimate feel being in the car with them. See, Annie can be a good friend. No, she's not. She's making fun of her. She's making fun of her for liking Ben Tramer. <laughs> well, he's a man whore, so. Is he? I don't know. Ben Tramer? Did we ever get to go back to the guy that fucked uh, his sister? Michael's sister? I think he got off scot-free. Yeah, he got off. <laughs> don't know that his name was scot-free, though. I don't know that he uh, did a very good job banging her because she was like... It was pretty much in and out, right? Not only that, but he was. she was at the mirror like, you know... You want to have the sex where she's knocked the fuck out. Or like in bed at least. Right. Like the fact that she got out of bed was looking into the mirror. Was what, wasn't even smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Know what you're supposed to do with movie sex? Movie sex. Alright, so these houses that they're babysitting at are right across the street from each other. Now it's nighttime. We've officially entered Halloween territory. I love that you're hearing his breathing under the mask. Yeah. Even, even though it's still not a, a POV shot yet, you're getting this over-the-shoulder thing. I love the fact that Spaceballs has ruined that for me now because I just hear the deep breathing and I just... <laughs> you think of, I just of, picture, of I, Helmet? <laughs> yeah, I just picture him taking off his... Michael taking off his mask and going, it's fucking hot in there. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy breathing or just regular breathing inside a mask. You know, be a fucking <laughs> Call it heavy breathing. And here they are at the old Myers house. And nobody, and they haven't resold the house. Who wants to buy the house that had the murder committed in it? Oh, plenty of people. That's a discount, man. <laughs> Seriously. See, no one wants to buy it. 
Oh, is there a for sale sign outside though? Yeah. Oh, okay. That I didn't know. Did you see the name on the for sale sign? No. Strode. Strode Realty. I don't know what that means. Lori's last name is Strode. Oh. So her dad is trying to sell this place. Oh, shit. It's all connected. So maybe it's not random. Dead dog? He just said dog. Well. That's a great line. A skunk? Skunks eat dogs? I love the certainty with which he says these things. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt in his mind. Like, this is not a man. This is evil. He's still wrong, though. I mean, he's still a man, right? So. I don't know. So that's a question, I guess, that I have that I guess will be answered by the movie. There's no supernaturalness to him. There is, actually. Really? So, um... Is this from part one or from other part- from From part one, he... Well, let's... If it's going to happen in part one, let me okay. see it. <laughs> it may seem like a throwaway line, but it's actually important. I'll let you know when it comes. Uh, I bet you said that many but, times. But right there, that was where Scott Free came. Yeah. I bet you said There's that many times. <laughs> I'll let you know when it comes. Yeah. <laughs> sure you will. Sure. <laughs> What the fuck? Wait, the psychiatrist has a has a gun. Wouldn't you if you were hunting a mad killer? Yes, yes, I would. <laughs> he titters. <laughs> I like that. Yes. You would be too. I met him. Fifteen years ago, I, I was told there was nothing left. Here, no I think this is it. No uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of, of good or evil, right or wrong. He's a Terminator. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Jesus. That's it, man. He is the embodiment of evil. He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. I'm gonna wait for him. I still think I should notify the radio and tell no. If you do that, they'll see him on every street corner. They'll look for him in every house. Just tell your man to keep their mouth shut and their eyes open. That's fucking tough, man. He's acting as bait. Yeah, no, that's really stupid. But he knows Michael better than anyone else does. Damn, that seems like another reason to not do what he's about to do. <laughs> that seems like the perfect reason to not volunteer. <laughs> now it's pornography. Why are you keeping under there? Mom doesn't like me to have him. Laser man. Neutron man. I can understand why. Tarantula man. Those sound cool. What are you talking about? Tarantula man sounds kind of stupid. Laser man sounds cool, though. He did. Yeah. What was the other one? Neutron man? Neutron man. That sounded even cooler. 
I saw like uh, the Simpsons character. What's his name? Uh, Simpsons uh, superhero. Adam. Uh, Adam something. The something Adam. Great radioactive man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, his tagline was up and Adam. Oh boy. Radioactive men and Fallout Boy. <laughs> that was his sidekick. Dog's trying to tell you something. Yeah. Why don't you listen to your dog? Same way that we <laughs> didn't listen to the dogs earlier. I can understand why. You're going to homecoming? Ben Tramer can get it. Step away from the window, Tommy. God, it's fucking creepy, man. You know, it's so weird, man, because child actors, especially in the 70s, mm-hmm. like, overact so much. You know, he could have just opened the those just a little bit just a little bit he could have just opened what are we talking about uh, the um the the shades the shades he could have just opened them a little bit but he went so right like take it like you don't have to <laughs> see that he could have just done that the first time so over dramatic there's that breathing <sighs> so are they across the street from each other yeah Okay. It's like one house over and across. It's like 23 Jump Street. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. yes. Gratuitous. You nudity. need a robe. God bless the 70s. Lindsay's just watching TV. Look at this. She takes her for pants for a spill on the shirt. That's hilarious. Oh, good. She has a great rack. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't seem bad, right? That you're taking the. A shirt of the man who you're babysitting for. <laughs> that doesn't seem bad. Do you think he did that on purpose? Yeah, of course. Because I always wondered if that was... You think that it was shot mistake. like that and they fucking kept that in the shot? They kept it no, the no. I, I, Do you think that Michael, the character, did that on purpose? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, why would you not? Uh-oh. <laughs> the dog literally whimpers in pain and in, oh, don't worry about it. Oh, poor dog. Ah, an RKO radio picture. Brought to you by Winchester Pictures Corporation. Winchesters. When you need a Ooh, rifle. Howard Hawks movie. Nice. When you need a when you need a rifle, go to Winchester. <laughs> the thing. Oh shit! This is the thing. Yeah. Isn't this one of his movies? He remade the thing, so it was. <laughs> it was yeah. 
watched the 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 thing from another world. Very, I think it was the the original title. Very meta. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen this. I, I had forgotten about that. Absolutely. What about the rest of my comic books? Have some jack one. What about the boogeyman? There's no such thing. Richie said he was coming after me tonight. Richie's an asshole. No. Tell me how long night is when people play tricks on each other. It's all make believe. I think Richie was just trying to scare me. I saw the boogeyman. I saw him outside. There's nobody outside. There was. What do you look like? The boogeyman. That's it's true. He did yeah. look like the boogeyman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. If only all babysitters were as good as that. As good as what? What did, what did she do that wasn't that was like so? She she was kind of like stuck in her head for a minute. She really wanted to watch the movie, and Tommy was scared, so she calmed his fears and decided to take his mind off of it by just paying attention to him. That's that's a really good babysitter, man. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Hello? Who's there? Paul, is this one of your cheap trips? Yeah, you know, I never thought about that, but it is kind of weird that she picked the the dad's shirt. Yeah, because that just says, "Hey, I'm fucking the husband." Right. And uh, if if I'm the mo- like if I'm the dad, I'd be like, "Don't pick my like don't yeah, do pick one of her shirts." Right. Her meaning the the mom. Right. <laughs> this girl is one hell of a couch potato. You know, give her credit, man. So we know that Michael kills women, and we know that he kills dogs. Does he have mm. a thing against children? We'll find no. Out. So he kills children too. Good for him. Those three kids in the beginning. He is are an fun. equal opportunity murderer. You know, that's why I think Scarface wasn't a villain. <laughs> he didn't kill kids. Oh come on! Just fucking move the thing. Jesus, she hung up on him. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, what? You were supposed to... <laughs> I just realized something. There's a... There's a way to unlock that door from the inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are. How did her foot get stuck that way? Oh, 
You know, we don't question miracles. <laughs> we just enjoy the ass shot as the way it's given to us. Thank you, thy Lord, John Carpenter. Yeah, you wouldn't want to be embarrassed now, would you? Like being cut in the old man's shirt. <laughs> Oh, they had two different phones? They must have been rich. <laughs> Hello? Oh, hi, Paul. All right, cut it out. It can happen to anyone. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen you stuck in plenty of other positions. My parents are gone. Oh, that's fabulous. Oof. Such a creepy shot. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's oh, got so good, man. Fucking ninja moves. He's got these ninja moves, man. That timing's got to be down perfectly. So, that's how he does it. <laughs> that's what it feels like. That's not true. I think about lots of things. And why don't we not stand here talking about them and get down to doing them? Yowza. Lock your doors, bolt your windows, and turn off the lights. Don't go away, because here's a scene. Yeah, I'm just gonna dump you off on the other babysitter so I can go fuck my boyfriend. Is it her actual boyfriend or is it just a guy she's fucking? No, Paul's her boyfriend. All right. Oh. That's a lot of popcorn. Eh. What was that? That was music we haven't heard yet. What is Tommy supposed to be dressed as? Is karate he... guy, man. <laughs> looks like a karate guy. Is it? It looks like a gi in the black belt, at least from the back. He's got stuff clipped onto the belt. Oh, wait, no. He's like a construction worker or something. Maybe he's a cop? Is he a cop? Maybe. He's a weird-looking cop. Or, or... Or, uh, what's we call it? Astronaut. That's what I thought was an astronaut. It's good to have all the children in one place. That way, uh, it takes less swings of the knife to murder. Well, that's what Anakin's mentality was. <laughs> Can you put all the younglings in one? In one sp- thanks, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> no keys, but please, 
you know, when I know I'm going to get late, I'm usually that happy and perky too. It's true. So she didn't use the car? Uh, she didn't have the keys. It was locked. Did she not put any under, any pants on? No. Why would she? Well, she's going to have to take them off later. Oh, I mean, in that case, then why do we all, why do we wear clothes at all? Any of us? <laughs> Man, this is taking a long fucking time for him to kill his second person. This this is a slow burn. Yeah. There's a it's a lot of suspense. It's a lot of building. We're at 53 and a half minutes, 50, almost 54 minutes now. And I'm only saying this now because it seems as if he's going to kill her right now. Did you notice? It was locked before. All right. She didn't unlock it. Oh, I didn't notice until you said it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, really, the the slasher stuff doesn't start up until the last half hour. It's just this really slow build. So, 54 minutes, and he made his first kill, like, at minute four. Think she's enjoying it? You know, it's so funny. I, <laughs> I, you've never, you haven't seen Archer, but there's a chick on Archer. Did he slice her? Yep. Where? In her the throat? Si- yeah, the side of the neck. Why is she honking on the horn? Where she, she she collapsed onto the no, steering she wheel. she didn't. Yeah. She clearly like slithered down the seat. She didn't go forward. The boob landed on the, <laughs> the steering wheel. I think you're, make, I think you're making uh, excuses for the bad directing on that. That's bad directing. Uh, yeah, there probably shouldn't. It, it's it's a good sound effect, I it, think. It is. Uh, Forbidden Planet. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to think the same thing. Uh, so, you haven't seen um, uh, Archer. But uh-huh. There's a girl on Archer who lo- who is a masochist who loves pain. Uh-huh. And there was one time where she was being choked by a killer robot, uh-huh. a cyborg, and he, she was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And then he was like, "What the fuck?" Like the cyborg was like, "What the fuck?" Like he didn't <laughs> understand what the hell was going right. on. And that's all I kept thinking about right now. That's all I kept thinking about is him choking her, and I kept fucking thinking her liking it. <laughs> You know what's weird is both the movies that we've seen on TV here, The Thing from Another World, which he later remade, and Forbidden Planet must have had a big influence on the way he writes music for movies because the soundtrack of Forbidden Planet is all techno synth stuff, only just done in the late 50s. Right, that was the birth of EDM. (laughs) (laughs) Another L, right? Lindsay, it's another L. Oh yeah, the girl's name is Lindsay. Right, the little girl name. What's the What was the other friend? The third friend, Linda. Linda. So Linda, Laura. It's a lot of L's. Lindsay. You're right. I wonder if John Carpenter's daughter's name is with an L. That's interesting. You want to look it up? I'll look it up. There's Dr. Loomis. Looming. I'm not afraid. Pull. Not and go away. Chicken. (laughs) Kids going up to the Haunted Myers house. 
<laughs> he seems proud of himself. <laughs> I mean, they're assholes, so yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, he only has one child, John Carpenter. Boy or girl? I don't know. I'm going to find out. He's so certain, but no one fucking believes him. He only had one son, John. Oh. Born in 1984. When he called him Lon. <laughs> Lorne. Man, it's been a long time since I've seen this first one. He's so much more toned down than in the sequels. Yeah, it's not really letting It's not his him. fault. Yeah, really. But the cops got to blame somebody. Right. He didn't do it. And here's Linda. <laughs> okay. So Underage drinking. We'll just talk a little. And Annie will distract Lindsay. That's when we go upstairs to the first bedroom on the left. You got it? Okay. First, I rip your clothes off. <laughs> I don't forget my blouse. It's expensive, idiot. <laughs> That's so real. <laughs> like, just unbutton it, asshole. So he was going to have a threesome? No. Yeah, he said, first you rip my, I rip your clothes off, then you rip my clothes off, and then we rip Lauren's clothes off. That's what he just said. Oh, right he just now. said that? He just said that. Oh, I she, missed that. And then she laughed. She goes, ha yeah, right. I think he knows Lori's a prude, and that's not going to happen. I don't know if he said Lori. I think he said Lauren. So many fucking L's, man. There is no Lauren. I think there's a Lauren. I don't know. There's so many L's. <laughs> I'm confused now. And we're recording, so we can't really go back. But fuck, I want to. I wish I knew. So they've they've come into uh, Annie and Lindsay's house, but Annie's not there. She's going out finding Paul to get some dick. Lindsay's over at Tommy's house. So. Hey, let's just bone here on the couch. Nope, here's La Musiquita again. <laughs> Do you think Michael has a psychological thing against fucking? Like maybe he was ab- sexually abused as a child? Maybe. I'm sure Dr. Loomis tried to get some information like that out of him. She didn't over-exaggerate looking out the blinds. She? Because she can actually know how to act. Well, you know what they're doing? They're wang-changing. <laughs> yeah. 
I like the fact that what's his kid's name? Tommy. Yeah. Tommy's dressed up in costume even though he wasn't going out. What a loser. Well, maybe he went out. <laughs> maybe he went out earlier. At three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. He got back before dark so his parents could go out and get drunk. Probably stopped off someplace. Have her call me when she gets home, though. I have Lindsay here, and I want to know what time you play the bed. Do you notice that hesitation? Okay. Uh huh. Later. I'm gonna talk. And she's starting to pick up that something's wrong. But they didn't fuck yet. No. Because they're still fully clothed. Lindsay is gone for the night. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> All right. Let's get our fuck on. I don't. Why do you need the house to yourself for the whole night? It's just, you just need to fuck. You remember being 18 years old? Yeah. Just fucking. Like, what do you need the other, oh, another hot teenage girl can't walk in? <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's only one leg up. From her position That is weird huh Yeah He's clearly not He's not in her <laughs> Yeah he's not in between her. You know You know like She was He was like next to her Yeah he was like on her leg Yeah, yeah What is the losses They're in trouble Oh bad move man yep. Bad move Go back to not fucking. Go back to <laughs> humping your dick on her leg, I guess. Oh, there we thing. go. All right. So now it now, seems... Yeah. May- maybe? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, no. That was a dramatic synth pulse. Yeah, that is... You are not the only one that's going to be inserting anything in her tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Fantastic That was like a 40 year old man fuck I should know <laughs> I should know <laughs> That's funny These Clark, Gl- Clark Kent glasses I don't know why I stumbled over that yeah. <sighs> See there You got your cigarettes after your sex Well yeah she literally said fantastic <laughs> Which was I don't know if she knows what fantastic sex is, but that's not it. Oh, you're gonna come back for some more mediocre sex. If you stay in the same position the whole time from start to finish, that is not fantastic sex. My dear. <laughs> hate to t- hate to break it to you, especially that same position literally lasts three pumps. Like that was the quickest. <laughs> That was, well, who knows how long they've been fucking before that? I don't care. You can't stop fucking for the phone, take the phone off the hook. And three pumps? Come on. Yeah. Especially at 18, man. Yeah, at 18, you should be going all night. And he's not even sweating? Come on, man. You know what's really creepy? That old guy. <laughs> you can just see You can barely see it It looks like He's part of the fucking scare Like yeah. the fucking 
Do you think the Oats guy and Captain Crunch are the same guy? <laughs> sure. One I just, think they could be. It, one just, just different hats? No, one just animated. <laughs> oh. Oh. Punch him, dude. You're not going to punch him? She I wish you would have taken a little longer uh, with You're the sex now. You're not going to punch him? You're not going to hit his arm? Oh, it's too late now. Yep. I find it weird that Michael likes to strangle them half to death before he stabs them. He likes to see them struggle. Yeah. Did he just... No, that's stupid. That's a great shot, man. It is a great shot, but it's just silly. Like, it's unbelievable silly. Like, the whole movie is based on realism. It's not based on the fact that he has superpowers. Right. And he just pinned a human body, which weighs 180 pounds at the least. Oh, not that guy. Oh, this is That great. guy was tall. Th- this is fucking great. Oh, it's great. Super tall. 180. He looks like he weighs... Let's say he weighs 150. Okay. Yeah, buck 40, buck 50. All right. Okay. You think he's going to be held up by a knife? Strategically placed? Sure. So does Michael fucker? Because that'd be great if Michael fucker. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I would love if Michael fucked her with the sheets. <laughs> like. At what point do you start freaking out? Um, I don't know. After I come the second time, I guess I don't know. She's probably horny because she didn't <laughs> do it the first time. This is creepy, man. Well, can't you answer me? Pretty much from here on out, the movie's nonstop. She seems like she's enjoying that way more than the fucking. <laughs> like, she didn't seem like she enjoyed the fucking. But then she goes, fantastic. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's great, man. It's a great shot. Oh, those words, though. You know, when I was a kid, and I didn't, obviously, I, since I still haven't, since I'm just watching Halloween now for the first time, I was like, get it. Had I not seen the movie, I just saw Michael Myers, and I always thought that was his face. I didn't know it was a mask. I don't, oh, remember, yeah? I don't remember when I learned it was a mask, but it, it was fairly recent. Mm-hmm. Recent meaning in the last five, six years, considering uh-huh. the fact that I've, you know, Michael Myers has been around my entire life. Right. Like, uh, that's still recent. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess, I mean, it, it looks like a face. Yeah. Uh, 
No, not for much longer. Spoiler alert. Back to the Myers house. Oh, so he wrote an episode of, uh, oh, that was a soundtrack. Of what? Stranger Things. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. That makes sense. He did the Christine from last year. Christine from last year? Yeah, John Carpenter, Christine. Like, he did, he directed the movie Christine, the one that came out last year. No, Christine's from the 80s. Yes, but there was one last year, so I'm trying to tell you. He didn't direct anything last year. That's, okay, so IMDb is wrong and David is right. Is that what we're saying? I don't know what that would be. That looks exactly like the Christine from 1983 you know, or whatever. No, it says a girl hitching a ride as her car is broken stumbles upon a familiar Plymouth Fury. That's clearly a remake. It's a four-minute short. Oh, okay. Yes, I remember that short film now. Four minutes seems like twice as long as this guy used to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So Loomis kind of gets the feeling that something is going on up the street and starts following his gut. He has nothing coming up, John Carpenter. Yeah, his career is dead. No, he's producing and doing the music for the new Halloween. Oh, I guess not directing, but I think he's more of a composer now. He's older now, though. I I, I wouldn't see him doing very much. Uh, really? Because really, Scott is older. And really, Scott really is making Scott, fucking two movies really a year. Scott has always really Scott is making two movies yeah. a year, man. This guy is nonstop. Ridley Car- Carpenter has never really had a large volume. Like his his output was you know one movie every couple of years. Yeah, he was born in 1948, so like 71, 72, whatever it is. But it's 2018. Yeah. Well, I'm bad at math. I'm just guessing here. I'm taking fucking numbers, <laughs> taking throwing numbers out the wall here. Yeah, it's gonna be like 72, right? 48. From 1948 yeah, to 50, 2018. 60, uh, 70. 70. Yeah, yeah, 70. I said 72 like an asshole. 70. All right. Um. Um, that's, that's why I pointed out it was 2018. Uh, See, L- Lori knows that there's something up now. She's walking around like, what the fuck is going on here? Which, by the way, awful babysitting. Leaving the kids alone. Awful, awful babysitting. Well, they are already asleep. And if I if I babysit your kid and he goes to sleep, I could go out then? Absolutely not. <laughs> so. but, but if... If you had the feeling that something was going on at your neighbor's house and you walked over there, I think that's forgivable. Look, really, Scott it was born in 1937. He's even older. He's 11 years older. Yeah. So he's 80, 81. Damn. 81 years old. And he has, in 2017, he directed two two movies. And 2015, he directed two, not one. 2014, one, 2013, two, 2012, one. Like, it's just. But like I said, I mean, that's impressive, but it's expected from him. And in production, he has one in production. You want to know how many he has in development? 
six in development. Damn. Oh, this is great. She's she's coming into into the kitchen now. Really got is eighty one years old. Holy shit. I didn't realize he was that old. I did. I thought John Carpenter was that old, to be honest. John Carpenter looks worse. He does. He does, yeah. He looks like he's had he's a hard... He's looked old for a long time. Yeah, he's, he looks like he's had a hard life all his life. <laughs> the Quaker Oats guy. You ever wonder why the Quaker Oats guy can't be black? <laughs> hmm. Apparently, there's been different Quaker Oats guys. Really? Well, yeah, sometimes he has a mustache, sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> Depending on the decade? She's freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You'll be sorry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they are. They're dead. And there's no pool of blood at the door. That She walked right by the fucking where the body was killed. Mm -hmm. Where this guy stuck it to the wall. And there's no pool of blood on the floor. I feel as if the horror movies nowadays are more realistic in that sense. Right. Like that, they the, think the about little those, attention they, to details. Yeah, they think yeah. about those things. Where now it's like this story is very much like, hey, let's. It's about the suspense. It's about the uh, story, but it's not about the practicality. Right. Which I guess you know, f as a movie goer, you could be like, who gives a fuck about those little practicalities? But I think those little things add mm -hmm. like fear. Like if she would have walked in and stepped on a puddle of blood, and she would like, what is this? And she didn't know what it was because it was so dark. Yeah. But we know that it's blood. It would have added something to it, right? Maybe I don't know. I'm just you know what the fuck do I know? No, I'm I don't. Here, I, I don't critiquing. I don't I'm here critiquing fucking I, John I Carpenter's directing like an asshole. I don't think you're necessarily wrong. Um, I think I think that this is really early in the slasher genre, even before it was called a slasher, and so the rules are still being established. They're they're being established as they're created. You know, man, the Quaker Oats guy has been established since 1977. And really, like, there's not there's not any gore in this movie, so just titties. Yeah, knives and oh, titties. Here we go. Knives and titties. Knives, knives. This, titties, this titties, is so knives, fucking knives, good. Titties, titties, knives and titties. Shut the fuck up! Oh, How fucking man. amazing is that? Where did he have it? He he didn't go back to the house. In the in the car. Oh, there's, that's right. There's fucking Annie laying on the bed on the, uh, with the tombstone. with his sister's tombstone. I've got goosebumps again. Oh shit! There he is. Was he on a time release thing? <laughs> <laughs> he has a timer. What the fuck is happening? Oh shit! The third chick <laughs> or the second chick, third body. Man, this guy, he went to work, man. They should show behind the scenes of, of him doing all the fucking work, like the lifting. That's, uh, I, I can't remember which director it was for one of these Halloween movies that said that uh, he considered showing you how. Oh, oh that's what so a fucking great, great shot. What a great shot. Oh, she's sitting there crying next to the doorway, and in the darkness, Michael Myers' face appears. Oh, shit. Oh, he missed. He missed. He missed a point blank range. This music just gets you, man. Michael, I'm very disappointed in you. Why is she limping? She just. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? You know what? She did fall. She did fall. Yes. She did, okay. Like from uh, a second story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I'm thinking because I see the cut on her arm. I'm like, why is she nipping the cut on her arm? But I forgot that she fell. I'm like, oh wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. I corrected myself. I, I really did. Did he's 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 barred the the kitchen door with with a hoe. Oh, that's no, unlike I mean, unlike no, the the door no that he barred with the hoe. There's no way to talk about Annie. She's dead already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? One of the directors of one of the that's sequels rake, the said way, that uh, it is a rake. You're right. Yeah. Um, said that he kind of liked that you never knew how it is that Michael Myers set up these tableaus, but that. You knew that he was like hard at work. Whenever you didn't see him, he was hard at work setting something up. I mean, that guy must have been sweating his balls off, man. <laughs> he has the work ethic of a Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> what if he grave he was Hispanic? <laughs> Miguel. <laughs> Miguel Myers. <laughs> One of my good friends, his last name is My- uh, Myers. So it comes over to the neighbor's house. Lights turn on, but ain't nobody coming out to help her. Some good neighbors, huh? Mm, maybe we don't want to. I mean, to be honest with you, if you're a neighbor, trick or treating ended. I mean, at four o'clock in the afternoon. So <laughs> this is well past. Yeah, this that. is late. This is late for them. They'll excuse you. But the neighbors actually came to the window. Yeah. No, I I like that little detail. You see the lights come on. You see the the blinds open. Oh fuck! Now he's just leaving the house now. I like that he never runs anywhere. He always just slowly shuffles over or to you. Or it's just like Jason. It's so much scarier to me than... Which is why I, I prefer like the George Romero zombie movies of like the slow-walking zombie. To me, that's much scarier than something running at you. Uh, Creates more suspense. I, I guess as an audience member, maybe. But if I always try to... I've always put myself in these... And everything. Put myself in their situation. Yeah. Whether it's an action movie or a horror movie or a dramatic movie... I, uh, I, you know, like that to me isn't scary. Yeah. I, if I'm putting myself in that, mo- it, as an audience member, as a viewer, yes, you're right. It yeah. creates more tension. It creates more suspense. Absolutely. Get the fuck away from the window, asshole. What? Why would you? <laughs> you put your back to the window. You you just been stabbed in the back. You still Jesus. Oh no. Oh. Oh. So, but as an audience, the fucking member, see, windows are open and there's no glass, bro. You know what I mean? Like. It really bothers me. Uh, so, as an well, they're, they're like uh, like bay doors. As an audience member, I'm totally. I get it would it does build more suspense. However, mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. and he didn't say ow or nothing. Oh wow, man! If that's the end, I know it's not. But if that, was the end, <laughs> that would be beyond shitty. Can imagine. you imagine if the credits started to roll right there? <laughs> Everyone looking at it like, what the fuck? They're like, what? It was realistic. <laughs> you can't take a needle to the fucking neck and look at that. And it went in deep as yeah. shit, dude. No, don't nod off. You've prop- you're probably concussed. Yeah. Yeah, you don't wake up from that, man. Ask uh, Liam Neeson's wife. Damn. <laughs> Too soon? Yeah. Too soon. It's like 15 <laughs> years and it's still too soon. It hasn't even been that long. It hasn't, it hasn't been that long. No, it probably hasn't. 
I didn't mean it in a mean way. I meant it like, yeah, no, but that's to that's, the listener. That's don't it. fall asleep if you're yeah. concussed, man. Yeah, that, that's, that's bad. That's an bueno. You know, if only the police were so cooperative today. Yeah, I know. To, to listen to the rantings and ravings of, of a mad doctor <laughs> who didn't provide credentials. Oh, he did provide his uh, gun license. His gun license, yeah. Oh, the kids are good. All right. So, Haddon Sunblum provided the the now familiar color head and shoulders portrait of the Quakeros guy. Uh huh. And he used fellow Coca Cola artist Harold W. Macaulay as the model. Oh yeah. Cool. I think you said oh yeah as if like oh yeah like everybody knows that. Yeah, like, of course. I'm like, what? <laughs> I like the fact that he just stood there like giving her time to react. See that? She's setting it up. Yeah. But making a lot of fucking noise. She's taking a sweet time. I mean, he did get stabbed in the fucking neck, so. Also, I mean, if you were evil, do you want to rush places or do you want to yes. create that sense no, of dread? I want to I want to rush. But cops are probably coming. <laughs> If I am evil incarnate, I want to scare you as much as possible when I kill you. Dude, he knew right away. There, there was no mistaking. Yeah, he didn't even fall for the whole yeah. banana and a tailpipe thing. <laughs> We're not going to fall for the banana and the tailpipe. Put some bass in your voice, son. And this now is just one of the most iconic images ever. It seems weird that he was able to punch through a... This no is great, man. She's wire hangers. Huh. She refuses to, like, just submit. Oh, dropped the knife. But he took a couple. Stab him in the fucking gut, Yes. Dude. Oh, yeah. This is the most, like... She is the, she is the best final girl. Because she doesn't have sex. Um, But he doesn't... like this, I don't like the Foley... The, 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 the Foley artist. They don't... Uh-huh. The, the, the knife doesn't do like what it... That's very realistic what they're doing right now. Uh-huh. As opposed to the movie... Stabbing words, right? You know, oh wow, we don't have a lot of time left. No, man, if the credits start rolling now, it'd be really.
Why does she stab him again? I don't understand. If you think he's dead... But you thought he was dead the last time with the needle. You fucking stab him. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me three fool, times. Fool me can't get fooled fool, again. Fool me. <laughs> I ain't gonna get fooled again, man. <laughs> Listen to me. Do as I say. Okay, how about we eat some hay down by the bay? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> this guy's gonna stand up again. Oh God, Jesus! What a great shot. Oh what a fuck! And he sits right up. Yeah, that's so great. Like he doesn't stumble upon. So uh, Nick Castle, who's the guy who originated this role, basically set up how Michael Myers acts for every other movie. Oh, so he doesn't do it in every movie? No, this is the only one he did it in. He actually went on to direct movies himself. Oh, anything I would know? Uh, the Last Starfighter, uh, I think, is probably his biggest one. Seriously, I'm really she disappointed. Think, I'm she really thinks dis- she's safe. She thinks she's good to go. I'm really disappointed in you, Laurie. Come on, she, he got stabbed three times. Well, it's about to get worse for him. Oh, shit. Yeah, you get you do get to see his face. Oh, shit. I didn't even see it. I was looking at yeah. my phone like an asshole. Fuck. She, ri- she rips the mask off of him. I forgot that happens. Right, when the movie's over, when we're done recording, I gotta go back and see his face. Tony Moran? No, Nick Castle. Tony Moran did. did What's the boogeyman? Tony Moran says is, is that was Michael Myers at the age of twenty-three. It was. I love that line, man. She's basically like reverted back to like a little girl. Like, she's so scared at this point. She's like, it was the boogeyman. Hey, Lindsay is still fucking hot. Bro. That's an ending. Yeah. That's a great ending. I mean, the needle thing would have been nice to end. This is one of those movies where, like, it definitely it didn't need a sequel. You end it right here, and I think it's a perfect ending. I'm grateful for the sequels that came, but... And then you hear the breathing in the background. Ah, oh, it's just perfect. No, man, that was... Uh, Tony Moran was Michael Myers in this movie. According to IMDb, Michael Myers, age 23. Will Sadin was Michael Myers, age 6. Oh, okay, so Tony Moran played the unmasked Michael Myers, but the rest of the movie was Nick Castle. But he doesn't even, he doesn't even get credited. No, he's credited as The Shape. Tommy Lee Wallace says Michael Myers uncredited. Yeah, well, look, if you look through here, um, it'll appear as the shape. 
See, they credit Michael Myers, age six. Tony Moran. And then The Shape, Nick Castle. But he doesn't even come out in this in IMDb. Nick Castle is nowhere to be found on Nick, IMDb. Nick Castle, it, ask anyone and they'll tell you Nick Castle is Michael Myers. Oh, yeah, The Shape. It's, it's the is. one shot that Tony Moran was was in. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's Halloween. What do you think? Um, it was, it was cool. I mean, I liked it. I don't get the. Uh, I mean, the soundtrack was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, the cheesy was acting at parts and bits. Um, or the acting was cheesy. A little bit. You, you uh, said the cheesy was acting in parts. Oh, was it? <laughs> that's how bad the acting was. <laughs> it was cheese that was acting. Well, well that's. <laughs> um. I'm glad you caught that reference because I was. <laughs> that's the equivalent of picking up the phone before it rings. Uh, I like it. Um, I don't know why it's 93. percent This is. It seems very high. Um, I'm being. I'm and I'm being. I'm not trying to be a hater. I'm just being as honest as I can. It seems no, very I, high, I, man. I was almost certain that this was going to be your response. Not that you weren't going to. I do like it. No, I, I was sure you were going to like it, but I didn't think you were going to love it because, for starters, it's a slow burn, and the the but slashers I like slow burn. you do you do, but I feel like Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a slow burn. But Ch- but Texas Chainsaw Massacre from about halfway through the movie on doesn't let the fuck go. That's what I'm saying. Like I I like slow burns as long as once it gets burning, we're burning. The, the, this didn't really get burning. This the last still, the last half hour, I think, is is pretty close to nonstop. This? Yeah. No, I think you're wrong. I think the last half hour is when something started happening, but that wasn't an ex- like. I think it was a slow burn, and then when it got cooking, it it just simmered. It didn't. You know what I mean? It didn't the 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 final scene inside of Tommy's house, I think, is fucking awesome. I'm not saying it's not. You're you're misconfusing. Yeah. You're confusing. I'm uh, misconfusing. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a new nerdyism. You're, you're misconfusing what I'm trying to say. Because I'm just because I'm saying it's a slow burn is not a bad thing. It and just I, it I'm never just, gets kicked to eleven. Is and, that what you're saying? It never it never okay. goes to eleven. It goes to uh, you know why? I don't know. And I really, I know I'm nitpicking, but I'm really uh, uh, bothers me the 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 little l- l- lacks of um, attention to detail, mm-hmm. like the fact that he's never bleeding. Mm-hmm. You you see him get shot. You see him get stabbed. You know. You never. You see the needle has blood in it. Yeah. Why isn't he bleeding? Why isn't his clothes bleeding? I don't understand. Like that kind of bothers me because it makes me think, okay, now he's supernatural, but we saw blood in the needle, so now he's not supernatural. Yeah. So now I'm trying to figure this out now. Now, this is what's happening to me as a viewer. Again, first time yeah. watching it, I'm trying to figure out why is he not bleeding? Oh, shit, he must be the devil. Oh, wait, no, there's the needle. There's blood. He's not the devil. So now what the fuck is happening? I think I think it's one of those things where um, I think I think it is a really good movie. I really enjoy this movie. I like the movie. Um, I like the movie. I, I think I think, however, that it's it's just it's one of those movies that's ahead of its time, and and was influential, and and its influence I think is is greater is than greater it, than how good a movie it is. You're right. Okay, that that I can and understand. So, so the, there's a lot of tropes that are yeah. now tropes that weren't tropes then. Exactly. I, and I get that, and I respect that. And and I, I, I say, think I think that a lot of times, especially with with older movies, uh, not that 1978 is too old, uh, or that old rather, but uh, with older movies, when you see these ridiculously high Rotten Tomato scores, like a 93%, and then you watch the movie and you're like, Okay, it was good, 
but I mean, is it really ninety three percent fresh? You gotta you gotta remember the time that it was made in and what it is that came after it because this is nineteen seventy eight. By the time Halloween two comes out in nineteen eighty one, the slasher genre has already been like it's already exploded and is starting to implode. All right, so. There's a couple of things I'm going to say in, in response to what you just said. Uh, one, I like the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I do like it a lot. Um, I do think that this was a really good starting point launch mm-hmm. pad for mm-hmm. not only the horror genre, but for Halloween itself. Yeah. yeah. When you go, oh, there don't have to be another sequel. I disagreed. I think there. this is a very good launch pad. This is a very good issue zero. Okay. This is it. If you're if you're if you're if you're a comic book geek, you know what I'm talking about. Issue zeros are very much the the beginning of the the um, the the what am I what am I trying to say here? The uh, origin story. The origin story. Thank yeah. you. The origin story, and it's a good origin story. It's very interesting. I like slow burns. I like mm-hmm. movies that go into character detail. I like that. I think the movie has its flaws, which is fine. Yeah. Um, but I like which, the movie which it should because if a movie is made for like I think this movie was made for like four hundred thousand uh, dollars. If a movie is made for that little amount of money and it's shot as quickly as it as it was, you know, if a movie is made perfectly for that amount of money, then what the fuck is Hollywood doing wrong? You know, well, not for nothing. We go back to Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That movie was shot with no money. Yeah, and made it, and, and, and made and, in twenty and it, days, and it might be perfect. And I think it's really fucking great. Yeah, like it's so, really. You know great. what? To, to go back to that question that you asked me earlier, um, I had seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, much sooner, uh, or or much more closely to you asking that question than Halloween. It had been about two or three years since I'd seen Halloween, um, and I hadn't really. The last time I saw Halloween, I hadn't started looking at horror movies the way that I have since we started Shiver, where I'm now like trying to tear these movies apart and analyze right. them. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a better movie. Yeah, I think it. Look, I think Halloween. I think this movie. I again reiterating because I know that it gets lost in the critique. I know it gets lost that I like this movie. I actually do like this movie. I mm-hmm. like the movie a lot. I think it was a great starting point. I think it was a great launch pad. I would be very interested in seeing part two. We're gonna see it, but I'm saying yeah. I would be if I'm if I'm an audience member in 1978 and I'm watching this movie. I'm like, oh, dude, I can't wait for part two. Yeah, immediately I'm thinking that because I'm like, this is gonna be because it's it sets it up for a great part two. It does, right? It, now, when I say that it doesn't need a sequel, I mean that that ending oh, is so ending. great and and that it's like it's for what it is. I think it's perfect. Um, I do think you're gonna like part two more. Um, personally, I think that part two is one of the best horror sequels ever made. And I think that... More so as, than Friday, Friday thir- the 13th part two? Friday the 13th part two is a really good sequel. Yeah. It is really yeah. good. I haven't seen it, but... Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> no, you know why I say that? It's because I, I've seen like seven and eight, for example. Uh-huh. Friday the 13th part seven and eight, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know what that movie... Be- I know what that franchise became. Right. So looking at... Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the original, like we did last right. year for Shiver, and seeing where the franchise ended up, I know that sequels are only going to get better because, again, great launch pad. It's right. a great starting point. This from now on, it could go into. So now, part two could start at eleven, and that's exactly what happens. Is part two picks up like moments after part one. 
In fact, you see the that's, end of part one. That's the way I would do it. And if I was directing yeah. part two, I would be like, it would be like a Karate Kid where you see the right. end of, uh, of part one. So and part uh, John Carpenter didn't come back to direct part two, but he wrote part two, uh, produced part two along with, uh, I don't know if they were ever married, but his his partner at the time, his both professional and romantic partner, uh, Deborah Hill. Yeah, no, they were been married since 1980. Oh, okay. I looked it up. There you go. Um, I'm trying to find out about his kids named Laurel that didn't, <laughs> don't exist. <laughs> um, and, and he did the music for it. So it And it, the way that Rick Rosenthal shot the movie, it feels a lot like Halloween. He tries to stay true to the, to the way it was. Uh, but everything is just kicked up to eleven because number one, because you don't have to go every, the everything anymore. right. Everything had already been established. You can pick up from the balls to the wall stuff at the end of the movie. Yeah. But then also you have all of these other slashers, including Friday the Thirteenth, that come out and just kick this up to uh, a, a different level. Yeah, of, and of violence and gore. And that's and, kind of what I was missing in this movie because mm-hmm. I will say that for a slasher, this is a very tame yeah. slasher, whereas in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it was a slow burn, a lot of exposition, a lot of exposition, mm-hmm. a lot, but once- Once it got started. Once it got started, it was like, hey, this is worth the wait. Yeah. And I felt like this is a great story where I felt the whole movie was a slow burn, mm-hmm. and now part two would be like, okay, now you waited. Yeah. Here comes the- Which is why I think, and I agree, because it is a really slow burn, and it really isn't until the very end of the movie that things get kicked up. The little things are bothering me, man. <laughs> the little, the, 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 the fact that you're not, that you don't hear the, the sound of the knife going, mm-hmm. the fact that you don't hear that like you would in every other slash movie, because mm-hmm. that sound is visceral. It creates a visceral yeah. reaction in the audience. I know, because I'm the prime target. <laughs> <laughs> for horror movies because yeah. I get scared and I'm a pussy so I when I fucking I mean well, which one was it I was just watching something recently oh um, Kingdom of Heaven uh-huh. and where there was like a guy got stabbed and I was like ah like I just cringed because yeah, I was like mm, fuck uh, and, you know and that's what I kind of was missing here what yeah. I was missing and again I'm just being nitpicky because that's you're, the fucking you're, job you're gonna the... get that in, in Halloween too yeah alright so we're gonna end this episode now and then we'll start Halloween too. So how how many uh how many stabby pumpkins do you give this one? I will give this uh three stabby pumpkins. Okay. I think three. You know what? I'll give it three and a half stabby pumpkins. Three and a half stabby uh, lanterns or whatever the fuck. Jack o' lanterns. Jack o' lanterns. Right. Um. You know. What, what I, would you give it? I always thought that whenever we did this, I was going to give it a five. And I'm not gonna give it a five. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Which I believe is what I gave Day of the Dead. I gave uh, Day of the Dead four only because of like one guy's bad acting. That that's yeah. the only reason mm-hmm. that lieutenant, whatever the fuck his name was, that's the only reason I or sergeant I think it was. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I, I didn't give that movie a five. I gave Night of the Living Return of the Living Dead a five. You gave it a five. Yeah. I gave uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre a five. Yeah. Those and those are hard fives. And those are hard yeah. fives, man. And <laughs> that's I'm, that's not like a four point nine and a and, half. That's uh, that's a and, five. And yeah. what's his name? Um, uh, Dale and uh, Tucker and Dale. Yeah, that's Dale a solid five, five that's too. A five. Yeah. I mean, so as much as I'm not the horror guy, I've given a lot of these movies fives, yeah. man. Yeah, and I just I'm looking at this movie and I'm like, this is a you know what I'll give it a four. I'm bumping it up to a four on, because of the mystique and because of the of what you said it, it what it created mm-hmm. for future horror movies for, yeah. the, for the actual genre and stuff. And very few films you could actually pinpoint and say this. Changed, this is where it starts. This, yeah, this is where it started. Mm-hmm. And um, this is after 
or before Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, this is four years after Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. So maybe that's not where it started. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's te- not where Texas it started. Chainsaw is where people usually say this is where the slasher genre begins, but it's it's not really a slasher movie. Like it's got elements of slasher, uh, but really you can trace the slasher back to the the Italian giallo films of of the late sixties and the early seventies. But if it's not in English, it doesn't count. No, well, of course that's not. That's the way the president says it. So that's the way the president sees it. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, uh, so yeah, thank thank you for uh, for watching Halloween with us. Uh, please tune into the next episode, uh, which uh, should be released concurrently with this, where we're going to watch Halloween 2. Uh, please go out and support the new Halloween movie. Uh, we haven't seen it yet, but we're very excited. And um, please make sure that you tune into other Geek Bro network podcast uh tune into mount geek more mamas and merlot uh talking geek zeros on heroes uh what's, up, what's good uh what's up bro yeah the the one that started it all uh what's up bro comedy fitness uh critter die Yo, critter die is part of uh part of talking geek right talking geek. uh anything else i think i got them all right no, i think you got them all all right so uh and seasons i swear to god seasons and, and, and it'll happen i, I swear to god my wife the other day was like let us go what are they oh huge <laughs> Uh, Alright, so uh, we'll talk later. Thank you for taking us out. Yep, fright you very much. What the prime time, bitch?